From deep in the heart of Texas, it's time to chain fires from freedom with another episode of the CloverTac Podcast. Listen in as we have a conversation with people from the firearm industry and community. Are you ready for the show? We are too. Let's go. What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the CloverTac Podcast. This time, powered by our friends over at Monstrum Tactical. We'll talk a little bit about them uh, here in just a second. We've got Top Shot Dustin. Dustin Ellerman waiting back in the green room. Going to bring him in and, and hopefully have a great conversation today uh, with Dustin. He's been on the podcast before, so we'll get to catch up, see what all is uh, is going on. It is September 6th. 2023 like i said first episode of the late 2023 uh, season of the podcast here jump over on clovertack.com if you're curious about the podcast schedule for this season and we've got 16 episodes if i'm thinking correctly some pretty awesome guests and uh you know speaking of dustin we've got dustin and then a little later on we'll have uh top shot chris chang in the house too so two top shots on this one which will be really cool uh as you can see uh, kind of a new setting as we move forward in this podcast season. You're going to see uh, some changes, some different backdrops. I'm going to be in different areas of the, the studio here as I kind of get all of that stuff lined out. Um, you'll see some light flickers that's going to happen, uh, potentially audio issues. Who knows what's going to go down uh, at least the first few episodes probably of the podcast. Hopefully we get all the uh, technical glitches and bugs and, and background stuff uh, worked out. I do want to say, Special thanks to the Patreon patrons and the YouTube channel members. Uh, if you're out there, holla, because uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, and uh, also for all of those that are in uh, in the wonderful replay world out there, the audio podcast world, whatever, remember that you can participate in the conversation after the fact down in any of the uh, comments below. So jump down and do that if you are out there live with us while we're recording, because, yes, we record this live for a reason, and the reason is we want you to be able to ask questions and all of that stuff out there in the chat. So as we move forward, if you have questions, ask those. Be patient, because as we move forward with, um, as we move forward, we don't want to interrupt the flow of the conversation, I guess, as it would be. So uh, with that said, let's get uh, Dustin in the house. Caught you in the middle of something. At least they get you in the desk off. Uh, we, <laughs> We can't see your desk, bro. Like, don't worry about that. Very hard shoot straight decals just floating in random spots. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. So, how you been? Hey, how you been, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Just plugging away, and we are uh, just finished summer camp season, and now we're getting ready for the marksman camp season, and uh, just getting it all done. Yeah, you've kind of been uh, kind of in transition there, so. Uh, I was glad we were able to be able to catch you and get you on and, and get you doing things. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, I'm going to give you the floor here just in case. There Sometimes there's people that live under rocks. It happens. And uh, for those that may not be familiar with uh, with you and what all you've done and, and what all you continue to do, give your little uh, spiel here for a few minutes, and then we'll just kick back and have some fun. Oh, I guess a few years ago, I accidentally won a TV show, and that threw me in the <laughs> firearms industry. Uh, so I, my background is uh, coming to uh, live and work at a summer Christian kids camp called Camp His Way out here in Zavala. And uh, so we'll have 
couple thousand kids come through during the year and whatnot. Uh, it, it's traditional church camp. That's what it is. So, you know, we're talking about, uh, I'm just looking out the window for prompts. Like we ride wagon train, water slides, challenge course, archery, tomahawks, pellet rifles. We're on the lake a lot because we're right on Lake Sam Rayburn. So ride banana boat, swim and fish and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, one top shot on the History Channel a few years back, long time, like over a decade ago. So who cares? But I also uh, started doing some YouTube stuff. And then uh, we do a uh, marksmanship camp too. So it's a youth marksmanship camp for kids. So I took a lot of uh, things that I wanted to do and just things we kind of do on Top Shot and uh, made a, a cool camp for uh, a weekend uh, camp program for kids uh, like ages 9 to 13 and then 14 and 18. And then parents can come along too. And they can, parents can either watch or shoot with their kids. But mm. we'll do stuff like we start on the primitive side. We'll shoot a bunch of bows and archery and, and blow guns and then uh, throw tomahawks and shovels and knives and stars and rocks and uh, let them try out some slingshots for a little bit, do some pellet rifles, and then put a lot of like top shot spin on things. Um, like that night activity is flying down the zip line at night with a paintball gun and then i'm also going to throw in a little bit of thermal and night vision this year and then the next day we're all at the range shooting anything lots and lots and lots of 22s a lot of suppressed 22s and uh, a little bit of full auto got the gatling gun for this year and uh yeah i think yes we even got some 50 bmg subsonic rounds so the kids can all you know a shot of 50 stuff like that all right right uh, that's a popular thing, not just uh, with kids, but I mean, adults, I mean, how many folks get the opportunity to shoot a 50, right? right. Uh, so that's gotta be really awesome when, uh, the kiddos come home from camp, right? You can imagine there's probably some jealous parents with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, every, every time I post something, it's like, well, when's the adult camp? And right. uh, the adults are just not, not as much fun. And so we only do adults if they get a private group together, because then we know they're all like-minded and ready to go. And, and uh, right. yeah, we'll talk about a weekend then. Yeah, I wonder why that is, because kids are a little more susceptible to leadership, whereas adults kind of want to do their own thing. Or I wonder why is it? I find it easier with, with the kiddos. I always have anyway. Yeah. yeah, that's my world. You know, being in the kids camp thing, it's just I'll, I'll stick with them unless we have kid like adults <laughs> so right we'll oh, on occasion yeah yeah well i mean it, and it's the type of kiddos i guess you get in there too but I, the most most of the kiddos you ones. get are probably the ones that you know they're respectful they pay attention they can follow rules and direct take direction and and that sort of thing yeah, we get some of the very best kids uh well and just people in general at marksman camp we meet some of the coolest people because and all i can boil it down to is just you know, all the people that love freedom and guns and mm -hmm. also value family because, you know, we're not babysitting. You you come with your kid and cheer them on and watch them for the weekend. And uh, we get the very best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the one of the latest things or I say latest, you've been doing it for a while now is the uh, the Top Shot Tree Service. <laughs> and I don't think last time we talked, I don't think you were doing that, but. I got to say, I've got several dead trees around here, and every time I look at them or every time the wind blows and a limb falls out of one, I think about you. I think, you know, I need to get out some shotguns and slugs or something and shoot up in the limbs and just start knocking the limbs out of them so I don't have to worry about them falling and having to clean it up after a little storm comes through. Of course, lately here in East Texas, and for those that does, do not know, 
Uh, Dustin and I both are, are East Texas boys, basically. Um, but we have, I don't know if y'all had any significant rain or storms down there, but we haven't had much here lately. <laughs> no, it's, it's dry, man. And we had almost a whole inch yesterday, though. It was oh, wow. on top of us, and that was great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I well, have yeah. noticed the trees break differently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as much yeah. moisture. And so, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what, uh, ammo. <laughs> so what, what, what went on with, uh, what was the, the, I guess the, uh, what is the word? The genesis of, you know, not to play on, uh, tree service, uh, the church camp thing, but the genesis of the tree service, what, what happened there? Um, it goes back to a single video that went viral. And, uh, it, it was just me getting a wild hair of, uh, it, it, and I actually do the intro in the video itself of a buddy, my cousin who helps me with some of my videos and stuff. You can hear, I'll give him a shout out. Gat cat till you can go check him out. But, uh, he, uh, uh, he's playing PUBG, and I'm watching, I'm like, wait, you can't shoot through a tree. Cause some calibers ought to be able to shoot through a tree, even in a video game. Right. And so I was like, well, shoot, I've shot through dead trees before. Like. You know, and that, it, it, there's so much variations of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you think you could use a dead log to stop a 760 by 39. You'll find out, oh, not really. It depends on how dead and everything else. And so right. there was uh, about a oh, 18 inch pine or so. It's bigger now because that was about seven years ago or five, six years ago. I don't know. Uh, in front of the berm. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we can put this to the test. And so I just brought out everything and it, it, somehow the video went viral. Well, when stuff goes viral, you don't get your usual audience in. You get right. everybody. And that's when you find out there's a lot of morons in the everybody. No. <laughs> oh, no. It's not. That can't be true. It's <laughs> a lot of foreigners and whatnot that worship the Clover, trees. The, the, the Clovertack podcast, uh, the opinions uh, you hear, you know, they're all the guests, and uh, they do not reflect the opinions of this podcast, just saying. But, uh, no, I hear, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you know, we're, I'm in Angelina County, and the Angelina County festival fall festival thing is legit a forestry festival where Mm. we celebrate cutting down trees lumberjack competitions like ooh, look at the big skitter you know and 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 that's because trees grow back they don't they don't live forever and despite what the comments say on the video I, I, they're not sentient or whatever. They don't talk and have brains, but you'll find a lot of that in those right. upset the comments. And right. those comments probably drove the video viral too. Because how dare you shoot tree? <laughs> well, the the well, obviously the first one, it's it didn't hurt it because it's still going, right? Very true. It is still alive <laughs> and well and healthy. A few holes yeah. don't hit hurt a tree, yeah. right? But the cancel culture came at me. Oh yeah, yeah. And, well, that's and, like you said though. That's a blessing sometimes because it makes okay, things yeah, go true. viral. You right. Know what I mean? went from twenty five thousand subscribers to a quarter million subscribers on one video, and so. Uh, but I wasn't going to bow to that, and uh, I, I rather buckled down and made it a, a normal thing, which on the business sense may not be the greatest idea because you won't, you know, like I'm friends with Scott over at Kentucky Ballistics and he will not put shooting a tree on his channel, you know, just for business reasons. Eh, okay, I get that. But, but yet I, he'll shoot anything else that he <laughs> thinks about. <laughs> it's not live. It doesn't have feelings, I guess. I don't oh, know. There you go. There you go. Oh, so anyway, we just, it, it's kind of a go-to, but it's been pretty neat. We just did one with a 22 caliber Gatling gun. Right. And we find what, you know, like this, just how, 
I thought it was going to take at least 500 rounds, but it took on, uh, you, you can go figure out <laughs> how, yeah, how yeah, much no, it no really is. Alert. Yeah, you can go right. see it. Right. But, but a, the Gatling gun efficiency. Right, right. There's a, the, the Gatling gun efficiency of going left and right on that little transit. It was mm. like, that was awesome. And it worked so well. And it was not a small tree. It was about an yeah. eight to 10 inch pine. But uh, so, yeah, was, you know. Was that, was that y'all season on Top Shot where you did to do the Gatling gun and saw the right and half? Was that y'all? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Okay. They used the Bulldog Gatling gun. And that was yeah. an elimination challenge that I would have you know, beg to go to, even if you have a 50, 50 chance of going home, (laughs) you're shooting a bulldog Gatling gun. And so they were shooting down a, um, you know, little, uh, uh, telephone mock telephone poles. And, uh, I'd love to do something like that at marksman camp too, but we'd need two Gatling guns. And (laughs) we still may let them shoot a tree down this year. Cause I got a tree right on the 50 yard line that is like, it's already dead. So I was like, we may do something. Right. Um, couple of uh folks out there we got uh jeff out there with the gear report <laughs> this clover oh cool cool um hey little uh hey jeff it's been a while brooke cheney's out there um hey, yeah now jeff is saying that my mic was hot i did adjust it a little bit i caveated this first one by saying hey we're gonna have to play around with this just a little bit so uh hopefully it uh it's a bit better let me know um where was I going to go next? I don't even remember. We're killing we're trees. Oh, we, uh, you mentioned the 50 and the, um, now you've got the subsonic rounds for that 50. Right. Detroit ammo has subsonic rounds and they're pretty legit. Uh, I'm actually going to go make a video with that, like hopefully this week and just see what we can go, do group wise and, you know, delay at 300 yards. Uh, it's kind of neat, but so that we're able to set up the kids, with that and uh we put them in um a caldwell mix like not the lead sled it's like a hydro sled you fill it with water right and so, sled, so, yeah. so we're able to kind of get them real nice and, and close and then the kids can just do a little tweaking and and uh it, we have it suppressed too it's an innovative right. arms mojave suppressor that's like this big and uh but it, dude suppressing a 50 uh it's like taking the muzzle brake off and it, it it's it's brutal after that. Now, not with the subsonic rounds, but with full power rounds, no matter how much you brace, man, that thing pushes you back. Uh-huh. And then on the other side, though, if you go to like a, an unsuppressed M82 or the M107s or something, it's like compared to what I was used to with my bolt gun, I was like, uh-huh. that's like a kitty cat. It's like, no wonder people can just mag dump out of them. It's, 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 it's it, it, the 50 is a neat animal. Yeah. Now the subsonic rounds. What kind of price range are, are those comparatively to the other stuff? Do you know? They're they're expensive because they're they? you know handmade. Not many people do them. Yeah. Um, last I checked, they're around seven bucks a pop. Oh wow, yeah. That's but a high. that was also using a different projectile, and mm-hmm. I, I, they so we have to check. I I don't the the ones we have now may not quite be as much, but they may be the same because that was also a few years ago. Right. Detroit yeah. was nice now, enough. Yeah, sponsor us on that, so I didn't have to worry oh, about that. Yeah, gotcha. Just He's thought awesome. you might know. Do you uh, do you know anything about the about the load about the uh, the weight of the projectile? Are they up in the weight of the projectile? Um, or? I think it's it, it looked like they were the six forty seven six fifty. Oh, okay, so pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're standard. Um, last time they were seven fifty. They were Lehigh solid match. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's seven fifty is pretty standard too. But yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that six fifty to seven fifty range is is pretty common, I think, for right 
but it's, it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, touching off 50 without ear pro is, you know. Oh yeah, you don't want to you don't want to do that. The, the well, with and the even ear pro. Made, I know with my um uh well, I, that's yeah, that could be. I know with mine I don't have uh you know, I don't have a suppressor. It's got the big shark fin brake. Uh and what's crazy about it is there's a there's a cone. I guess I don't even know if that's what you call it. <laughs> I guess it would be a cone, but it's kind of going backwards. Yep. That if you're outside of that, it's brutal. It's brutal, even if you've got ear pro, if you're anywhere close. Right. Uh, so when we're shooting, I'm like, hey, gather in behind the shooting mat here, just in a row, like kind of behind me, and you'll be fine. But it's the pressure wave is what's more so on that than the than even the sound. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the pressure kind of wave. Psychological effect of like slapping you. Yeah. The the What I say is if you've ever, you ever had anybody walk up and flick you on the nose and how you get that almost like you taste blood in the back of your throat or some weird, you know what I mean? Um, that's what it sounds like. The pressure wave hits and it's that it's kind of the same way. Uh, double ear pro. And it still doesn't, like I said, the pressure, it's not going to help. You can wear all the ear right. pro in the world and the pressure wave. is not going to, it's not going to help. Um, but well, uh, we shot down a tree with 50. Uh, mm-hmm. before I had the suppressor and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, what I had built, what we didn't use, um, is taking, well, okay. Backtrack. I went to Barrett factory in Tennessee and they let us shoot, uh, in the factory there. And they've got like a hundred yard tunnel and they had a shoot through this like four by six inch hole in a door. Now, neat rabbit trail. The sound does neat stuff there because oh, you, you shoot it. Your, the the sound wave is bouncing back and forth, back and forth in that tunnel because you have mm-hmm. a closed area. So it's like boom, 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 boom when you shoot. But also, uh, it 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 mitigated all that blast because your muzzle's in front of it. Uh-huh. And so, so when we shot down the tree, I was a little worried about the volume we were going to have to shoot and all that slapping in the face. Mm-hmm. I made these two little ramps to mount to the bench itself uh-huh. to to redirect that. So you know, as shooters, we'd be taking less punishment we ended up not using it and just having four or five of us shooters rotate through and and, and shoot the tree down but mm-hmm. uh yeah that, that muzzle blast is something else and, and in some cases if you can handle the recoil which may be easier psychologically mm-hmm. you know manning up and just taking it with that suppressor and the recoil may be a better shot than the slap in the face over pressure that'll uh, you know slap you what's the most you've ever shot yours in a day <laughs> um that's a good question. Probably 30 to 40 oh, rounds. Snap. Yeah, that's more than me. When we were in New Mexico, I did a little over 20. Uh, we were shooting extreme long range at like 2,100 yards. Yeah. I had a headache the rest of the day. It was, it was not fun. Um, well, I mean, I had an opportunity. I don't know if you've been out uh, east of Waco, and I can't remember the name of the range or anything now, but east of Waco, there's a uh, there's a range out there. And it's a pretty nice, pretty nice setup. And of course, that's what that's two hours or something from me. But I've been over there a few times. One of the times specifically to take the 50 because they have a five story tower. Oh, and they go all the way out to like 2000 meters or something. Out nice. There. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at the time, there wasn't any targets past 1500 meters when I went. 
but that day I went and just went up and down the tower. Not much because lugging the 50 up and down plus the ammo and other stuff. Up and down <laughs> yeah, no joke. There's no elevator. It's all stairs. Uh, but lugging that up and down the, uh, the towers will work out, you know, but you know, if you've never shot a 50 at 1500 meters, five stories high, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I gotta that admit cool. it's pretty cool. It's a totally different and shooting anything that high is going to be a different game. Right. But, uh, you know, when you get up in elevation, it completely changes. I mean, everything is just different. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if you've ever shot elevated. I know you've shot on zip lines and upside down and all kinds right, of crazy from mountain stuff. Peak to mountain peak and all that. It's it, yeah. A lot of variables that can come into play. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when you're trying to go at that distance too, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I put, I put at least three boxes through it probably that day. Um, but mine is not, I've got the armor lot AR 50, a one. Right. Um, and it is so heavy with that big sharp ring break. Um, that it's like, I, I've, I would, I'm more hesitant at shooting three and a half inch 12 gauge than I am that like far more hesitant. Like I'd, I'll get behind that 50 all day long. Mm-hmm. It does not bother me. Um, so it's, that sounds bad when people, when you, when you say that to people they go, Oh my God, you put 30 rounds to it. And I'm like, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's really not, you know, um, 300 wind mag, right? 300 Weatherby mag. I can think of a lot of things that's far worse than that, than that 50 is. And it's just because of the way it's designed, like they don't. Oh, yeah. Now I've seen some custom built fifties that I would not, I'm not getting behind it. I don't, I don't know if you've seen any like that. No muzzle break, like straight, like huh? lockdown, like lockdown action. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I've seen. I was told not to do that without, cause I wanted to, I rode a canoe once with a, uh-huh. with a bunch of different guns and uh, uh, I wanted to try it without the break at all. But I, a couple of people say, yeah, don't do that. It's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, and like I said, these are custom and you know how people do sure, their, sure. You can do do anything their custom you stuff it. or whatever. They do whatever they want and they're cheaper custom. But yeah, you're talking about a, a stock that's fairly lightweight. You know, it's, it's a fairly lightweight rifle. Uh, not a very long barrel, therefore it's not a very heavy barrel. Yep. There's no muzzle brake, and it's like, yeah, I'm not pulling the trigger on that. Sorry, <laughs> like, uh-uh. but I mean, I, there's people that shoot 50. I see in handguns. I've seen the 50 caliber, you know, the 50 BMG. What do they make of the, the a revolver? Is it a three shot revolver or something? I seen one time with that. Yeah, that sounds scary. Or maybe it was a brake action. I can't remember now what it was. I can't remember what it was. It, it was. It was one of the other I seen. Again, it was some type of a custom thing. It wasn't really? yeah, yeah. commercial production. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the recall on those would be. Because if you're not getting full power out of it, you're just big boom and big flash. Yeah. You know, that'd it, it, be interesting. Well, and are they shooting subsonic? Are they doing something? Uh, a lot of folks, a lot of folks don't realize that, especially yeah. when, you know, you, you do, you've got, You've got companies that are on social media or they're on YouTube and they're doing right. their thing, you know, and they're manufacturers and they're like, Hey, let's do a sawed off, you know, whatever, you know, single shot 50 BMG yep. and which would be pretty easy to do because you sure. could, especially if you had subsonics or you hand loaded, you could use a 12 gauge for that pretty much. Um, 
But what if you, you know, they're like, hey, let's do that. And then what they're not telling you in that video, oh, here's a 50 BMG, you know, is it's hand-loaded subsonic ammo. It's all, you know, they've special tailored it, you know, right. to be something just to get, to try to go viral or get publicity over or something like that. So I'm sure it was something along those lines. Uh, Jeff out there said Dustin's 50 Cal Canoe video was inspiring. Yeah, Dustin. Uh, Jeff loves his canoes and his and his uh, his water features. Let's just say, uh, Jeff says, uh, big bore brush rifles can be brutal. Says bench guns uh, with extra weight aren't as bad. Um, yeah, you know, forty five seventy is one a lot of folks flinch at. Do you got a forty five seventy? No, I haven't gone there no. yet. And. You know, my youngest daughter, which we I brought her down one time. You probably still remember that. Maybe you remember that. Uh, but um, that's that was one of her at I don't know, 12, 13 years old was one of her favorite rifles. Yeah, this is forty five seventy lever action, right? So um, I don't get why people think the forty five seventy is that bad. It's like it's not that bad. It's a, it's an old school cartridge, man. Exactly, it's, not, it's old, and so. Yeah. They weren't yeah. at our pressures. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong; it'll get it done. You sure. know, uh, there's people that uh, you know, go out a thousand yards, and it's pretty fun to run out, you know, a thousand yards or so with those. Yeah. Um, real quick, for those that are in uh, in replay out there, uh, on replay or live, if you got questions for Dustin or whatever, throw them out there in the chat. We'll uh, we'll run through those. Uh, remember that if you are in replay, then uh, drop those questions down below. Uh, Going to pause just for a second here to talk about Monstrum Tactical. Uh, and, um, yeah, I say go check out especially the Banshee Series LPVOs from Monstrum Tactical. Uh, I think value for the money. I think they, they make some pretty good stuff. Now, I'm not an optics snob, so, you know, you're uh, you're hearing it from somebody that, uh, you know, the, the price doesn't matter if it's decent enough. And with Monstrum, it is. Some other cool things they got, uh, check out their uh, adjustable scope rings, which is something that I don't know that I've ever seen before, uh, other than uh, Monstrum Tactical, which are, are neat. And then uh, also their uh, scope leveling uh, kit. But you'll find a link down below. Can't drop the real link, but down below, uh, you there's a link at least to the YouTube channel or whatever. So go, uh, go check out all the cool stuff from Monstrum. So, uh, yeah, back to... Uh, Back to the conversation with um, now. Have you shot anything from Monstrum? Have you used anything? You're you're big wig. You don't. New to me. You don't need the. You don't need the budget friendly stuff, dude. You got sponsors. <laughs> you got I sponsors clamoring to send you all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, right, right. No, <laughs> not really. Uh, I like I like my Larue mounts though because then I can use the same optic on a bunch of different things. This is and true. So yeah, you don't need as many. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be mean, speaking to the companies and stuff. Um, I don't remember the last time I seen you out in the wild, man. Do you even know? I, I, yeah, I just I just did, hide out in the we? woods now. That's yeah, it. yeah. Did you go to shot this year? I did. Yeah. Did we yeah. cross paths at all? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Man, I was running like crazy though, because I was too. My uh, my reels and videos were just going nuts. It was before Instagram, you know, did their banning mm -hmm. on everybody. Yeah. yeah, 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 and so, so yeah. we were getting lots of fun content. So we weren't, we weren't standing still much. Right, right. So yeah, um, and then you didn't make. I'm guessing you didn't make NRA. No, no, I had a camp that weekend. 
and I yeah. have, I'll have a camp for the um, uh, IV eighty eighty eight shoot. Oh well, yeah, you so. will. Yeah. yeah, and then Trigger Con the end of this month too, up in about what two weeks now or so. Right, right. Those are all good. Yeah, yeah. weekends booked up yeah. here. So, but unfortunately, you need more employees. That's what you need. You need more camp counselors and stuff, and then you know, that you can be- go off and uh, shoot more trees and take off more um, tree huggers. Let's just say. Um, now, have yeah, you well, made a video? Have you made a video hugging a tree? That's what I want to know. Um. Okay, sometimes when you're measuring a tree, you kind of are forced to hug it to get the tape measure around it. This is true, so, yeah. So if that counts, true. then... So then you we- are a tree hugger. There is evidence that you are a tree <laughs> hugger. That's all we needed to know. <laughs> um, we had a... Uh, looked like we had a question out there. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff, I think, come in late. That's Jeff out there with gear for us. Says D, uh, Dustin's still running. Adult camps sounds like a blast. Yeah, real so, quick on that. Yeah, yeah. We we tried one adult camp once and like adults have other things going on and they had you know, we had so many cancellations. We're like, oh never again. Like an open public adult camp because it was like you know, like I get it. You had a house closing or something like that. Yeah, that's what happens. A few things but adults don't seem to cancel on their kids or mm. you know, so uh and we just, I like kids better. They're more fun. So we only do adult camps if you get uh, a crew of more fun, loving, kid-like people together. Then we'll totally go out, you know, with a, with a good crew of 12. Right. And uh, had you been here on time, Jeff, just saying, he explained that earlier. Oh, that's so, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll double do it. <laughs> put, down, put down the robots, Jeff. It's, that's an inside thing. If you know, you know. Jeff knows what I'm talking about. Uh, put down the robot controllers and, and give everything a break and, and listen to the podcast. Come on. Uh, Brooke out there says, Dustin, so what's the most fun you've ever had with a gun or at least in the top 10 fun things? So, so the thing yeah, is, I like with that. everything. You know, it, it, it just depends on what happens. Uh, you know, there's things that can make me jump up and down, you know, uh, it, like like uh, last time like, I went to NRA Whittington Center and I hit a I knocked a turkey over, a uh, steel turkey, right? You know, whatever. Right, <laughs> At 422 right. yards with a 10 millimeter. And I was like, it wasn't even my pistol. I was t- took it from a friend. And it's like, that made me jump up and down. That was fun. Um, when we shot a tree down with a 1919 full auto belt fed. Oh, yeah, know, definitely. Uh, yeah. That was awesome, too, because I didn't expect it to be so fast and effective and, you know, just. That, that was cool. So I, I get really excited on new things all the time. And so when something new shows up, it's always the coolest. Here, I got something weird right here. This video releases this weekend. It's like, look at that monstrosity. Okay. I, yesterday, I brought it back in the office. I'm like, I'm probably never going to touch this again. But it sure is fun. And so uh, it just anything new and fun and, and when it works. And so this is, uh, uh, do you know what it is? Uh no. Okay. It's a bullpup. It's a bullpup. I don't. It's, I don't get into a, that. It's it's a bullpup chassis on so so this is AR uh, SBR lower so you can slap it on to any AR and it makes it a bullpup and I totally got it just to uh the, well we made we, we kind of roasted them at Shot Show. 
Yeah. But and the video got several million views and stuff, and everybody in the comments was just how dumb it was. And they sent me one, and then darn it, I end up liking it because we put the BRN one eighty upper on it, so there's bufferless. Uh-huh. Uh, and 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 the uh, handleability, the the balance is just perfect because I could drive around in the ATV and shoot with it still. And uh-huh. then I put it on a full size, you know, uh, with a carbine buffer SBR, and I'm like, oh, this is nasty, heavy forward weight now. Uh-huh. And so I don't know. The point is, I have fun with anything, and so when it's new and it's fun, it doesn't matter if it's you know a little twenty-two like the Trailblazer Arms. You know, I, I I sure have fun with it for about a week or two. Man, I I got so I was I was late with the with the uh, with the life card that you're talking yeah. about for Trailblazer, right? And I was late to the party on that a little bit, but Trailblazer, great folks. Uh, I think they were I think late se- late season. Last year, maybe they were the uh, they, they were the powered sponsor, as a matter of fact. But um, um, they were like, "Hey, let's uh, let's get you into a, a lifeguard." And I'm like, "No, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, I'll play with whatever you you know you want me to." Right. And I'm like, "I don't know that I'm going to carry it or anything. I mean, I mean, I'll yeah show it off. It's an option, and we'll play around with it. It'll get some exposure, you know." And a funny thing happened. Well, first of all. Not a funny thing. I expected it, but I put videos out, and oh my god, the hate! Like, what's the point of that? Why would you do that? You're gonna, that'll get you killed. That'll this and that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sometimes a gun could just be to take out and have fun and whatever. It doesn't right. have to Everybody be thinks serious. You're going into like combat with everything. Like sometimes, and sometimes you buy stuff that goes straight in the safe. They're safe queens. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that you don't see very often. You don't want to you know, pull the trigger, it could, something could happen and it could kill the value on it, whatever. Maybe it's an heirloom, maybe, who knows, right? Uh, an antique and you don't want to take a chance because I have seen some people out on the range uh, mess, mess up. I seen a, an original cult single action army one time and all we can figure it was some kind of a hand load issue with the guy, right. uh, but it blew the top. Yep half of the uh, cylinders and of course yep. the strap and all that and we're talking about a I think maybe it was like a second gen original like second gen single action army the dude was crying not because he was bleeding and right he took some shrapnel but because he just ruined a $8,000 revolver I don't know I mean who even knows right <laughs> um so the point is there's reasons not to obviously shoot things and there's other reasons to have it other than oh I'm gonna defend myself with it or whatever um but anyway uh took that hate but somewhere in the in the midst of all of that i'm a i'm the type of person that um i i i dismissed it as a carry option right i'm like well maybe somebody has a reason for it blah 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 but i just don't i don't see it and i told them that up front i'm like but send it i'll play with it i don't mind it's 22 is cheap we'll have some fun and I did some filming out on the range one day, and I was cleaning up. And for those that don't know the lifeguard, you know, it literally folds up into, like, smaller than a cell phone, you know. And so I folded it up, and I just stuck it in my pocket. Now, I'm the type of person that hates things in my pocket. Keys, no. Change, no. Like, no. I just, I can't handle the weight and, and stuff being in my pocket. And I slid it in my pocket when I was cleaning up. Um, when I went to bed that night, 
I reach in my pocket and guess, you know, just checking pockets. And I'm like, crap, the life card's in my pocket. And I realized that that was a big deal. That was like a defining moment that I dismissed it completely because I didn't like things in my pocket. And then until I put it in my pocket and went pretty much all day, the rest of the day. So we're talking at least from lunchtime till well after dark and bedtime. I went that entire time within my pocket and never realized it was in my pocket. So I'm like, okay, now I, I get, I've got that perspective. I got a little bit of experience, right? Like I understand now where this can have some application. Um, now, with that being said, am I, am I going to carry it? Probably few and far between, but it potentially there is some, uh, some opportunity for it, you know? Sure. Um, one of the things, speaking of that live car, I was going to ask, have you seen the knockoff little spring-loaded airsoft-looking live cards? No. Now, I've seen the Chinese or, or ATFs things on Facebook where they're oh, advertising yeah. these. these And, and so I, I put a live card video up on my uh, Facebook page this week, and someone's like, yeah, I ordered one of those, and all I got was a toy. I'm like, you know, it, it, you thought you were getting a real gun to your home address. And so maybe right. that's what they're shipping out. I think it probably one. is. So, <laughs> so we were, um, we were on a, we were on an after chat for those that don't understand the way that a lot of this works. We talk for a little bit usually, and then we hit the button and we go live and we talk in front of everybody. And then once it's over, we hit the button and we take it off air and then we continue to talk. But anyway, we were, um, I don't remember who it was. I think maybe John with, with GOA, but uh, we were talking with somebody in an after chat. Hey, oh, I want to show you something. This is the coolest thing. And at that time, I think it was, was it Wish? I think it was Wish. Timu is the big thing now, but I think yeah. at the time it was Wish. Right. Going, hey, check, check this out. I got this on Wish. And I'm like, you bought a life card on Wish? Like, what the heck? He's like, no, man, it's a little spring-loaded thing. It shoots these little plastic BB looking. It's almost like airsoft, but they're conical shaped right huh and um it's spring loaded you pull it back obviously it's spring loaded but he's like check this out he shot it i'm like what in the world it looks identical to a lifeguard like identical like what's going on except for it was like some crazy colors and so i immediately oh. pick up the phone and i text him over at lifeguard sent him a screenshot you know i took a picture and i said it i said did y'all know that there's chinese companies knocking off your lifeguard with toys and they're like yeah, we're we're aware. We, we're like they're like actually we think it's kind of funny, you know. And I'm that's like, funny. that's that's kind of neat. Now I don't have one of those, but um, I think those could be a lot of fun too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want the toy now. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I they may have them on Amazon at this point. There's a lot of companies. That's what it's that's say. That's more first, legit. That's the first time that I've ever seen them was and and like I think I want to say he got it from Wish, but it may have been Timu. Um but I have seen them since pop up on Amazon, like Walmart.com and some different places okay. that you know you would see airsoft or, or nerf style toys, you know. Um, that's pretty funny. I've gotten in speaking of that, I've gotten into nerf style stuff lately. Some of that can be a lot of fun. Um, I, I put nerf darts in a Smith and Wesson five hundred. Yeah, I've seen you do that. They fit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we we're just pushing them with a primer, but we got some good velocity out of them. You were pushing them with uh yeah, with a primer. And pretty easy, pretty easy to load. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, the cases right and, in. yeah. There's nothing yeah. to it. Yeah. Find yeah, the know. cases and go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be one of the cool things like Brooke was talking about out there, uh, asking about the, uh, some of the coolest things, um, lately. So anything that's come out new in the fires world and everything since shot, was there anything that shot that wowed you or, Trying to think. Just That's what's... not good. That's not good, folks, when he says, hmm. It's, like, uh-huh. it's either way too much. <laughs> you were either overwhelmed with it, which for you is probably not the case. And I say that. Uh, you get excited pretty quickly about just about anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and that's something that's rough in the firearms industry is a lot of times they're not open to innovation. And uh, right. if it's different, you know, uh, you know, like you're saying with the lifeguard, some people are like, well, if I can't bring it in a battle. It's no good. It's like, you're no fun. Yeah. Um, uh, like, uh, remember the folding Glock pistol? What was that? Oh, called? yeah. OK. I, you know, I did a video spot on it right away. And I don't I got, know what it was called, but it was it, I, I know a lot of things it was called. It's not the name of it, but I don't know officially what it was called. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The company did end up folding, but uh, you know, I thought that was just fun and needed to be in movies and stuff like that. But man, the hate they draw in is sad, and so that's the firearm industry does it to themselves sometimes when people don't want to bring something to market because everybody's just a bunch of snobs that don't want to have fun. Yeah, like even Savage, you know, they got uh, remember the AccuTrigger. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That changed Savage completely. Oh, but yeah. you know, it's like uh, Bill Dermody. He was the one who came up with that, and he's like, I had the hardest time in the world pushing that through because it was a little bit different, and nobody wants to change in the industry. But in the end, it was the best thing that ever happened to Savage. But yep. you change something just a little bit by putting a safety inside the trigger, you know, shoe, and everybody loses their mind. <laughs> all the old, old timers, and this is the way it always is, and that that can be rough. Yeah. Well, and even, even it's, it's, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So it's, you get the folks that and hopefully nobody out there watching or listening is one of these folks, but you get the folks that, um, they're, they complain because there's no innovation. And then anytime there's innovation, they complain about the innovation. Anything outside just, the box. It's like, come on folks. Like what in the world? Um, and they don't see, not only do they crap all over a lot of times, the tr- there's some truly innovative stuff, uh, but two things. Number one is they don't realize everything has to start somewhere. So, like, you should, they, they're in their mind, you should come up with an absolute perfect groundbreaking idea right out of the gate from the start and be done. And it's like, that's not reality. Like you got to test the waters. You got to try this and then you figure out, Oh, okay. We tweak this. We tweak that. And as the versions go along, it just gets a little better and a little better. Right. Right. I mean, um, it reminds me of those, the uh, caveman LLC rings. Have you seen those? The temperature yeah. changing. Yeah. I get so much hate on those. And then you get about 10% of comments. I was like, that's genius. I want them. And if, if yeah. they don't know, it's just, they, they make silicone bands and also crush washers. And now a Cerakote finish that changes color at a certain temperature when it's around 133 degrees, where if you were to grab the barrel or suppressor and hold on to it, it would burn you at that point. 
Mm. And so it's kind of a safety thing, but you know, some people just can't get across. It's a different color and I don't like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, um, you know, the other thing that they do is, um, they don't recognize minor innovations. Yeah. Or like somebody come back and they improved on something or whatever. Right. Uh, one of the things right now that I've got that I've been playing with is that Grisson MC14T, which is a little tip-up barrel 380, reminiscent, ah. you know, reminiscent of the old school Beretta yeah. tip-up barrel little 380. Yeah. What is that? The 80, the Model 80, maybe. Um, anyway, and oh, they've already done that before. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, yes and no. Like, have they done something similar? Yeah. This the concept. The concept is not new and innovative. The design, however, um, like the old school Beretta, you literally had to flip the lever mm-hmm. to lock it back in place. You know, the trigger wasn't nearly as good. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of the various things. Sights were not interchangeable, right? Like there was quite a few things on the old Beretta that is improved upon by the, by the MC 14 T and it's like, they don't want to, they want to focus on the people just focus on the negative sometimes, I guess. Right. <laughs> and I don't know that you ever focus on the ne- negative. So I, that's, that's what the block button's for. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't know. Sometimes it's fun to play around with folks. So I don't always do that. There's but that. I, but I've also set up my now not on all social media, but with uh, with YouTube anyway. Um, oh man, you talk about the most uncomfortable thing in the world, uh, and you see me in real life. I curse, uh, but uh, it was brutal. You can block words right with yeah. YouTube. You can go in and set it up, and the list of words and phrases I've got to block, like would they would make the devil blush. They really oh my. would. And you got to sit there and type all that out. And the whole time you're typing, you're like, I don't feel comfortable typing all of this. But, I mean, it's necessary to block all of that. So, um, thankfully, I've honed it down that a lot of the troll stuff, like, if if you're able to troll and get that comment through my filters, like. Your spelling you, is really bad then. <laughs> yeah. I've even, I even know, I've even went yeah. in and did the uh, asterisk, the asterisk or whatever and all oh, that nice. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, or use the I use the exclamation for an I and you know that type of stuff. No, yeah. man, I've I've went down and done all of that, uh, but I felt I needed to. I mean, like you, I mean, working with kiddos for years. I mean, yeah, I try my, to keep it family friendly. My demographics do not show that I'm, you know, underage like kid heavy with you know viewers on the channel. But that doesn't mean that I don't have or didn't have back then. I probably got less now because I haven't been into youth shooting sports for quite a few years. Uh, all of my kids kind of grew up and and I kind of faded, phased out of it or faded out of it. But, um, but yeah, there for a while, I mean, they could be watching on mom and dad's account or something. Right. Sure. right? So, oh, I mean, you, you, ne- you never know. And I'm always of the mind that, you know, you can be borderline and you can be, you can be offensive, but if you're none of those things, like being not being family friendly and being is, is, having having as clean of a house right as you possibly can as social media as an influencer as a creator as whatever you want you want to call it being like that i don't believe drives anybody away 
nobody says, oh, that Dustin guy, you know, he, you know, clean cut oh. and he never curses and, and, uh, you know, he never makes sexual innuendos and rude comments and, and lewd stuff, lewdness and whatever. You know, I don't watch him. Like, that's, <laughs> good point. <laughs> no, nobody's ever said that, right? However, how often right. do you hear, like, oh, man, that guy, he cusses too much or he just makes yeah. sexual innuendos all the time. And, yep. you know, I feel uncomfortable with it. I mean, you get you get that, right? So um, that's the approach I take. Now, mm-hmm. people that run their channels, they can take whatever um, whatever approach they want. Um, let's switch gears here just a little bit. We've got, I don't know, about 15 minutes to the top of the hour. If you are out there live, then, uh, yeah, chime in. Uh, if you got questions for Dustin, we will uh, we will take them. If you're in replay, remember that uh, you can uh, participate down below. We've got a segment here, if I can bring it up, that is uh, brought to you by our friends over at, boom, let me find it, Anderson uh, Manufacturing. And uh, talk for just a minute about Anderson. Uh, I put off, um, I'm not a big, in case you didn't know, uh, I'm not a big, like, AR pistol brace or even pistol in general guy uh my sbrs now yes and uh, i never had up until this year uh, a nine millimeter ar ar9 and uh my first was uh that anderson is an anderson am9 and it's pretty cool uh, but Anderson's also got the kiger i actually talked with kyle yesterday i think it was with anderson and the um Bolt actions are going to be coming out soon. I think I can talk about that because they have had them at the shows. Bolt action uh, I, AR? Bolt that? No, no, no. Just the bolt action <laughs> rifle. You could, okay. You could do that. I mean, you could cut off. You could cut off the. <laughs> you could cut off the gas, and you could get a side charger, and you could make it happen. Uh, I actually have a three hundred blackout that's that, that's that way. It's got an on off gas block and a extended. Sure. Uh, side charging handle to be able to go suppress yeah, like small like literally like three three or four hundred feet a second hand loads if you want to like yeah crazy yeah, stuff that's neat. yeah um but anyway um yeah the bolt action i, I was told that they're going to start them in and i'm excited about this because at first they said 308 and then they're like oh we're going to add 65 creed more now they're saying they're going to start out and they're going to also add 300 wind mag in the mix and that excited me <laughs> i'm like i'm okay with 308 i'm okay with 65 creed but uh yeah the 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 300 win mag much more my locking so you know, long story short anderson doing a lot of cool things for the folks out there go check out everything they're doing uh and um they've got some sales going on this month that's all i'm gonna say go uh find out for yourself the details on those but anyway on the spot segment dustin i've on got 10 i've got 10 questions uh-oh and uh, social media it will never I'm be the same up. after you answer these. So, no oh, right or wrong, no right or wrong answer, bro. These are just fun. So here we go. We're gonna start out. What was your first firearm? Um, I believe it was a Taurus PT ninety nine. Like All you know right. that I got to call mine. Yeah, yeah, nice. The cheap for the Beretta, and you know you go with the, what the military had, and then you realized, oh, they really didn't know how to pick stuff. They just got the cheapest. So. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the lowest bidder, baby. That's right. Uh, uh, so, what was your first vehicle? Um, <laughs> technically, like 
like like actually in my name and registered on the road would be my home v as a m998 oh that's nice yeah because otherwise oh, i was just driving camp vehicles and that was the right? only thing i yeah well you know i mean technically yeah, for those driving. that don't know you basically grew up on the camp though right yeah 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 so yeah. Uh, you yeah. know i never it, it, it's kind of cool so nothing yeah. to ever call your own because you know you kind of just like you know, bring a little car bag because <laughs> you're all sharing right. the same vehicle. But, right. Yeah. 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 So, so Humvee uh, being a first vehicle, so that's cool. Very cool. Uh, let's move into. Uh, there's the first. Let's move into a few favorites. Uh, favorite cartridge. Cartridge. I, it's going to be 22 long rifle. Okay, because that's it's the most fun and it's cheap and cheap. it's you know not intimidating and uh, a lot of people uh, you know snub their nose at that at 22, but and dude, it's challenging depending on what you're doing. Very true. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, we shoot at marksman camp. Parents can't believe I've got their kids shooting out to 200 yards of the 22. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's going to go somewhere. It's, yeah. it's like, we can make it happen. Yeah, right. Uh, your favorite founding father. Ooh, that's that's tough. I'm going to have to go read more history before I make a Because, you know, it, it's, uh, that's one of those. I can think of my favorites. I don't, I don't. I don't even know. Well, give us a quote. What's a favorite quote? Um, well, so the, the problem is the quote is the one that they say, well, it's attributed to him, but it's not uh, what those who uh, uh, you may have to help me out get started. Um, yeah. uh, those who exchange their freedoms for safety or Des- deserve they, neither. Yeah, deserve neither. And, and yeah. the, the illusion of safety, as I like to say, because it's not really safety. Right. Yeah. yeah it, don't they attribute that to Ben Franklin? But then the other times they're like, well, we're not so sure. We're not so sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, a lot of the founding fathers said similar stuff is the sure. problem. Like they were all right. sort of, they had their disagreements, but on liberty and freedom, that's the whole point. They kind of come together. Uh, favorite book. You have a favorite book? Book, book, book. book. Dustin says, I don't read books. What are you talking about? It's got to be the Bible. Uh, come on, dude. Uh, yeah, it, I, I know, but it, 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 that's just so cliche that everybody. <laughs> you missed it. You missed the one I read the most, that's for sure. You missed <laughs> an opportunity, bro. You had you had an opportunity there. So I, I'm sorry. Look, I work at a kid's camp, and we call those Sunday school answers. Oh, you know, okay. it, it, yeah. like you do a little game show and like, you know, who did this? It's always Jesus. Well, not really, but, you know, you got the right mindset right now. <laughs> right. Right. So I try to avoid that. Uh, Lord. Uh, favorite breakfast cereal. Cere- I don't like cereal in the first place. Really? Yeah. I mean, we it, look, we have like a bunch of chickens. So everything's always eggs. Oh, it's eggs. Okay. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Uh, favorite band or musician? Um, you know, I've, uh, for several years, David Crowder. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite historical site. Historical site. That's not one I've ever thought of. Could be like a monument. Could be like a. I'm trying to think of examples. Right, Gettysburg, right. Alamo, Golden Gate Bridge, Statue of Liberty. And I've never really been to any of those. Rushmore. A lot of times, you know, what we have in East Texas is cool is uh, those old sawmill sites. Oh, yeah. I know, I know three or four right off the bat that, you know, where you see the old stone. And, you know, it's not that old considering history right. in the world. But for East right. Texas, you know, having yeah. a hundred year old kind of Stonehenge thing with, with the mill sites, th- th- those are always cool. We now be out there with the kids and see them. Have you ever been to any of the, uh, the old historical uh, 
cane syrup mills. No, I haven't seen oh, that. Oh man, I don't know if they're still. I don't know if anybody's even still operating any anymore. But where they take sugar cane, right, and yeah. they turn it into syrup. Right. Um, it's been at least ten or fifteen years since I've been to one. But OMG, dude! Like you get to, they literally make it there on the old machines, and you get to taste it and whatever. Pretty cool. cool. And of course, they have candies. They have other things they've yeah. made out of it. But I see. Um, favorite vacation spot. <laughs> Dust is like, what's a vacation? I don't know what, you, what are you talking right, about. We we stay home so much. The <laughs> camp. We go, yeah, we well even camp. It gets busy, especially right. uh, like like not just our area now, being that it's at the lake, and so yeah. we just like to go off in the middle of nowhere where you know oh, you'll you never see anyone else, and so it'll just be our family out in somewhere, and so I'm not going to tell you where that is because we don't see other people there. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. If it's not a mainstream spot, this is true. Right. Um, so, but that's a good enough answer. That's good enough. Uh, favorite actor or actress. Okay. It's kind of weird, but, uh, that Christopher dude that plays, uh, uh, is in, in glorious, you know, unwed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got you. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that dude. I love how he acts and he's he's uh his his accent and you know he knows all this different yeah, languages. That's the, and stuff. He's a pretty cool, dude. Yeah, that was the bad guy. The yeah, he's the bad guy. Bad but guy, he, he, guy. I can't think of his name either. I, it, it's Christopher something. I think it's with a W. I don't know, but he's in the first half of he's in the first half of Django Unchained, and that's yeah. what made me like the movie for the first half. And right. uh, yeah, so that dude pops in my head. Yeah. Oh man, DiCaprio and and. Django Unchained was pretty oh, yeah. amazing though too. That, oh my gosh. That's uh -huh. a pretty rough that's a pretty rough movie. <laughs> it is. It's, Speaking of not family friendly, but that is not. Yeah, that's not a uh you know, hey, family movie night. What are we watching? Django Unchained. I appreciate Unchained. the well, actor though. <laughs> may not may not want to pull that one out. You no. know. Uh go find uh yeah, go find a cartoon or I don't know, something. Chris Pratt's uh, always also pretty cool. Anything Chris Pratt's so hilarious that he yep. was from the days of Parks and Rec. Like, right, right, right. When you grow up watching the him and then his new stuff. Yeah, like his his transition. his attitude and just everything yeah. is just, it's all the same. Like, you know, and he stood up for right, you know, and didn't care that he was going well, against it's just a matter. Yeah, well, it's just a matter of of telling the truth. That's what a lot of times. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. How, you know, saying how you feel and pointing out, hey, this is a fact or this is the truth. You know, there doesn't have to be hate behind that. You know? Yeah. You know, it's like we said. Uh, yeah, is the uh, is the lifeguard a fun little 22 to take out on the range and blink with? Yeah. You know? Um, does that does that mean that, that you're not allowed to hate it? No. <laughs> if you want to hate it, go hate it. Yeah, I actually got a strike for that life card on my channel. Oh, well. Because I let my nine-year-old... No, she wasn't nine. She's 11 at that time. Shoot it. Uh -huh. And YouTube gave me a strike because I was endangering children. Now, that was before you had reached out to me, I'm assuming, or something? to try. It was like to... a month ago. Really? Mm -hmm. well, we should have looked into that. You were in the video, right? Or were you just I was behind the camera? It. Oh, you weren't like in the frame. There wasn't any adults in the frame. 
yeah, how does Autumn's Armory get away with all this? You know, it's like I, I don't know. So what uh, I did, I had a caveat, had... caveats, and other things hmm. uh, from some of the conversations I've had, anyways. Is yeah, on screen and different caveats and stuff. People not wanting to report stuff, and I think. I don't know. I think that with Autumn's Armory, it's if you overall theme of the channel, right? So like your channel is not kids in competition with. Well, your channel is though. You're that's, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because you've got the Marksman Camp. I put big smiley faces over the kids at Marksman Camp now. Just just like okay, you can't prove that they're they're aged. <laughs> you know, it's like if, if you can't I don't see know how you face, can prove their yeah. I don't know how you prove their age anyway. Like, she identifies as an eighteen year old. Nowadays, right? Nowadays, <laughs> with all the weirdness in the cancel culture, it's like I can't believe you, you can even don't even attempt to do that. What are you talking? I lost about? the appeal. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> all right, all the things I do, and uh, yeah, a, a single shot twenty two gets me a strike. <laughs> Ah, go figure, man. Um, yeah, we're at the top of the hour, so um, keep your spiel, man. Where can people uh, buy? Oh, by the way, that on-the-spot segment brought to you by our friends over at uh, Anderson Manufacturing. Um, yeah, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Yeah. Where can they, where can they do what they do? Where can they get uh, adult uh, camp packages put together or send their kids away for an extended period to stay with you or whatever they need to do. Yeah. You can find out all about uh, marksman camp and uh, at topshotdustin.com. And if you're interested in summer camp, that's camphisway.com. So that's traditional church camp. If you're bringing a group, uh, but yeah, you can, uh, Oh, there goes the phone, but top shot Dustin on most channels, as long as it's not shadow band, it's neat. Sometimes you can <laughs> put in top shot Dustin and it doesn't exist. So yeah, fun right. stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> Man, thanks for uh, thanks for squeezing in some time, jumping in, uh, had a ball. Uh, hopefully, we'll run into each other in the future. Yes, sir. We'll not be quite so busy, and and uh, I don't I don't even remember I don't remember seeing you in the media room or nothing. So that was oh, strange. Oh, there they have free food. So I definitely oh yeah 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 I'm there I'm there I'm there. I'm, there. <laughs> I'm all about the cereal. I know you said you don't like the breakfast cereal, but the tiny boxes of cereal. Oh, I killed him on it. I kill. Oh yeah, I put it. Yeah, you better believe I put some in the backpack. Two boxes of Cheerios, man. That's a snack in the middle yep. of the day. So I will eat my whatever. I eat multiple things. I'll eat probably four boxes before I hit the floor, and then uh, I'll put two uh, boxes, usually of Cheerios, in my uh, in my bag for my snack, and I'm gone. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, let's uh, drop him back so we can talk about uh, everything we needed to before we get out of here. So thanks for uh, hanging out. Thanks for watching on this one. Uh, powered by Monstrum Tactical. So, again, go check out uh, Monstrum and all the optics. I mean, from the uh, prison red dots to the LPBOs to the uh, standard optics and all the other cool mounts and other things that they, that they have. Even some really cool flashlights, uh, handguard style flashlights i think that are really really cool uh, so go check those things out uh, thanks again to anderson manufacturing uh, for uh, sponsoring helping us out powering uh the uh on the spot segment there uh the first one here looks like it's in the books again got i don't know another 14 15 something uh, left to go in this season hopefully the uh 
production and everything will go a little smoother, a little bit better as we uh, as we move along. Uh, shout out again, big thanks to the Patreon patrons, YouTube channel members. Let me go find what I need over here. Yeah, thanks for uh, watching. If you're in the replay world, again, thanks for all the comments live. But if you're in the replay world, again, uh, you can participate in the uh, comments down below. Uh, that's going to uh, do it for this one. It looks like. So until next time, don't forget to change by our freedom. We appreciate the Patreon patrons and YouTube channel members who keep these podcasts going. If you're looking for cool stickers, patches, and other gear, be sure to check out clovertack.com. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Clovertack Podcast.